your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So then 2017 was always going to be a big year with the presidential election originally planned for December, but the president's impeachment and the associated uncertainty mean the coming months will be all the more vital in shaping the nation's future. Let's welcome on the line Nam Tae-hyun, a professor out of Salisbury University's political science department in Maryland. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. So the National Assembly looks more diverse than it has in three decades, with four parties set to have negotiation body status this year. But let's examine a little more closely the possible amalgamation of the proposed new Conservative Party for Reform and the People's Party on opposite aisles of the political aisle. But, you know, they could find their way together. How likely is that joining, do you think, first of all? Well, first of all, I think it is... Uh possible but however we um what they have to really uh swim in the big ocean of a korean electoral system that is of course the winner textual system uh as you may know the system forces politicians and voters alike to vote for um sort of two parties in the middle so we have a democratic party on the left and then senuri collapsed and of course now in a disarray so i that the new conservative party and the people's party will sort of compete for the spot on the right but will they really sort of uh, merge together that i'm not so sure but if, if they did join together do you think that could turn the assembly into three strong rivals rather than that dichotomy uh sure if they do actually merge together uh, it can be really formidable force uh, because um, the, at least in theory, the answers is, uh, peop- well, not anymore, but the uh, People's Party has a support in the uh, Jolla area, and the Conservative Party usually have a lot of support from the um, Yongnam area. So given the context of the regional politics of South Korea, that actually can be a really formidable force. But, of course, there are a lot of things to consider. Well, the People's Party's floor leader claimed this week that the two groups' identities are not that different. Do you agree that conservative and left-leaning lawmakers can be compatible if they unite around reform, or is this a recipe for more factionalism? Oh, uh, that uh, confession, I think, was a really remarkable one because... uh, uh, they, I think the um, the congressman Ju actually uh, told the truth. I'm not so sure if he, that's what he wanted because uh, I'm not really uh, in a, a agreement with the observation that the People's Party is a left, really left leaning because Anjou Su, after all, founded a party on the base of really moderate center line conservatism. Um, so, uh, not really so sure what, what, there is that much of a difference between the uh, Democrat, uh, People's Party and the Conservative Party. But, but you do have a, a fair few former Democratic Party lawmakers who left to join the People's Party, the, the Pak Ji-wans of this world, for example. That's absolutely true. But, again, 
if we look at right, the, uh, their programs, if we look at how they sort of advocate more traditional way of managing economy, for example, uh, overall, uh, there is, I don't think there is a, that much of a difference. And therefore, I won't be really terribly surprised if they do get merged. And uh, I'm not really so sure they will have a, a lot of problem of forging some sort of a unified mm. uh, front. Well, of course, uh, they also have both expressed an interest in having the ability to rally around former UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon as a presidential candidate. He's yet to confirm that candidacy. What sort of message does it send out, though, that he's taking legal action against the Shisa Journal for accusing him of accepting bribes around a decade ago? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, it sends out a really clear signal. I, I think... Uh, the signal may mean a lot of different things, uh, may mean different things to uh, different people, but at least to my uh, ears, that uh, signal is really clear. That is, of course, a uh, signal that uh, current President Park geun or the former President Lee uh, Myung-bak sent out to the people of the country, right? Don't mess with me. If you do this, uh, I, will, uh, I will bring all this legal challenge to you. And as a result, we have now a situation that the uh, freedom of press is really uh, repressed. And uh, as you may know, the uh, score, international score for the uh, mass uh, freedom of press is much lower than ever before. So to my mind, what by sort of uh, sending that signal, I think uh, Mr. Bond is uh, sending really wrong signal, I should say, to the people, telling them that he actually rather belonged to the past past that is really not um, that we are proud of, I think. Mm. I mean, I've got to say one thing, though. It it could backfire. If this is an effort to undermine Ban Ki-moon by by certain figures without specifying, uh, it could undermine that if Ban Ki-moon proves his innocence and shows himself as being a, a strong character, which perhaps he's not done as UN Secretary General all the time. Let's, though, reflect on the candidate to beat. That looks like the Democratic Party's Moon Jae-in, based on a number of polls in recent months. And the party itself has also been well ahead of rivals, uh, you know, more popular than it's been since the 1990s. Can you see that just remaining the case throughout this year, or, or could it change? It can change, of course. Um, but, of course, uh, the uh, big elephant in this room is, of course, the impeachment. If the impeachment goes through, we only have only a couple of months before the new presidential election. Well, two months uh, is not enough, for, hardly enough for anybody, but especially for his rivals. Ban Ki-moon is way ahead. Um, time in that case will be strongly on his side. Um, uh, so uh, the... Uh, uh, Ban Ki-moon and the rival party will be really in a difficult position in the presidential race. What about the Senuri party, who we've also not talked about here? They are going through an ongoing internal battle, to say the least. Can you see it recovering support from the country's main conservative base? I actually do think so. Um, let's not forget, uh, Senuri Party has a long history, way going all the way back to 1990, when 
the uh, three conservative parties merge together. So, or, or you can go even further than that. In other words, uh, the Century Party has a really long institutional and historical memory and tradition. Um, so, yes, they are now divided, and yes, uh, they are in a disarray and in big, big trouble. But again, if you think about the political institution that we have, unless it is changed, uh, or given the regional politics, which is, of course, the rivalry between Yongnam area and the rest of the country, uh, conservative parties will not have a lot of choice but to get together yet again. And I think maybe they will have a change, they will change, have a new name, but certainly they will come back and rebound under that conservative flag uh, sooner or later, I believe. It could really go in, in a number of directions, as we reflected earlier with that People's Party discussion. Uh, Professor Nam, I want to ask, you've already touched on the importance of the impeachment proceedings, but how influential will South Korea's new peaceful protest culture likely be in 2017 compared with its massive impact last year? Peaceful protest will have a lot of uh, uh, impact in South Korean politics, as it has uh, has many, many times, as if we look back to South Korean pr- uh, political history. But also at the same time, let's not forget that uh, street protests will, well, do last only so much. Uh, if we go back to 19, uh, 2008, the uh, huge mass protest against the um, U.S. beef imports lasted about a couple of months, yeah. uh, slightly more than that. Uh, so we already have had um, one month of really intense protest. So once the impeachment goes through, I think uh, the uh, protests will go down. But uh, certainly they will still have a lot of uh, sort of it will add, work as a weight on the politician's shoulder because of the experience that they just had. Professor Nam, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Great to have you on the line from Salisbury University, Professor Nam Taehyun. And we welcome listener feedback right now. Obviously, we do have some precedents, like the mad cow disease protest to refer back to. But surely this situation is different in the sense that we are building up still to that impeachment decision and we are about to head into yet another weekend of protests which continued over Christmas Eve, which continued over New Year's Eve. We're into double figures in terms of the number of weeks we've seen this and doesn't show sign of slowing down right now. Where do you see us heading for this tumultuous year? Pounder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message.